0: What's going on, fight fans? Thank you for tuning in to another episode here of the Phoenix Beatdown. Of course, I'm your host, Scott Snyder, on this Friday, September 28th, 2018 episode here. Uh, hopefully, everybody had a good week and is going to have a great weekend. Um, of course, this weekend, we got a big, big Bellator card coming up. i going to be kind of covering that and going over my full main card prediction uh, a little bit later on in the show. But that's a big one. Uh, Of course, you know, Rory taking on Gegard. Rory McDonald taking on Gegard Musasi, and and their super fight that they got going on. And I'm also going to be covering some of the latest news and and breaking headlines before I actually go into that that, uh, preview and prediction. So, uh, again, thanks for listening. Hope everybody's doing good. And let's go ahead and kind of just get into it. So... On the last episode, I did kind of get into what's going to be happening with this whole John Jones situation. Uh, supposedly, he was going to be taking on Gustafsson um, at that big Madison Square Garden card November 3rd as the main event because they didn't have a main event yet. And apparently, that's a no-go. So, since the last episode happened, there's been a couple of rumors going on, kind of just to cover those up. Um, I guess originally it was reported that Gustafsson was actually going to be taking on Yoel Romero for the, uh, I guess, vacated UFC light heavyweight championship. So, apparently they were going to strip DC Daniel Cormier of his belt uh, because he has only intentions of fighting Brock Lesnar. I didn't really understand that one too much. I don't know why we're stripping DC, but then again, if he does not plan on going ever going back to 205, I think it is justified uh, but at the same time, he is, you know, he, he is a d- double champ, you know. So I don't know if you're going to strip him, and especially stripping him to give it to John Jones would be pretty funny, and be pretty interesting if he did win that match, and definitely just one of like, got to be one of the best comebacks ever. But now, since that's you know, kind of get back on track, they were originally planning that Gustafsson versus Romero. Apparently, that's been scrapped. Now the new reports are going to be that. John Jones is taking on Alexander Gustafsson at UFC 232 for some sort of belt. I don't know if it's supposedly the interim heavyweight championship, but I think at that point, you might as well not go with the interim belt and just go ahead and strip DC. We all know what he did. He's a legend. He's a you know, champ champ. Strip him, and then you do have to have some sort of champion that will be defending um, that belt. So they're going to go and do that for Jones. Uh, That's going to be a huge fight. That's a rematch. You know, Gustin Jones. That's a rematch that fans have been wanting for a a long, long time. Um, Their original fight, uh, the first matchup was a classic. Happened a few years ago. Never got the rematch. Um, Of course, a bunch of controversy in that one with a lot of people, including myself, thinking that Gustavsson won that fight. But either way, um, sometimes rematches are better when you let them kind of sit a little bit. So definitely looking forward to that one. Now, as far as that goes, Jon Jones, he's also has been kind of getting at uh, DC a little bit on social media. Um, I was seeing where, you know, he's posting things like, uh, you know, I didn't beat you when I was on supplements. You just can't live with it. You can't stomach it. And I don't know. Am I the only one that wouldn't mind seeing a third fight between these two? Um, I know the first two kind of went to Jones, but... This, their story outside the cage just really takes over and I really wouldn't mind seeing them lock up again but at the same time I doubt DC takes that fight again um, now in some other news UFC 228 Willie versus Till now the numbers did come out on this one and oh man again so it looks like this pay per view, kind of with the trend this whole year, has kind of been on a downward slope. Um, UFC 228, Woodley versus Till, only reportedly doing 130,000 pay per view buys. Now, to keep that in perspective, Triple G versus Canelo, that rematch that just happened was a week or two ago, did 1.1 million. So, I don't know. I mean, I never thought that Woodley was that big of a draw and then. I feel like Darren Till. I mean, I myself kind of just felt like that whole situation was uh, rushed because they didn't have Colby Covington in there, and I feel like they kind of had to like promote that one and kind of rush it together. But at the same time, I didn't. Re- I didn't really think that that was that intriguing of a matchup to really draw uh, a bunch of eyes, and so this really doesn't surprise me. Uh, the matchup itself was great. It ended up being a uh, you know a bit of a one sided fight, of course. But um, I don't know. They just couldn't get the illusion in there. I couldn't get that interest in there, and I definitely see why, um, now, that kind of goes into it, so, is, is Tyron really a draw, I mean, he did have those back-to-back fights with Steven Wonderboard Thompson, um, fans were kind of split on those, as far as being slow fights, and then, he had that fight with Damian Maya, um, which was, I believe, his fight before this uh, Darren Till fight, so he took on Damian Maya, and that was another fight where fans weren't too crazy about it either, so, um, you got to start to wonder, is he just not a draw? Is he just not you know, getting a lot of eyes in there? Um, who would he possibly fight that would be a draw? You know, that's that's another good question. Who, who can kind of get those eyes in there? Um, and I guess we'll go ahead and see as far as what happens with Willie. I know that he's a great fighter, and I do think he's a great champion. Of course, he took out Robbie Lawler, who was the, the king of that division for a while. Um, so we'll just go ahead and see what, what happens there. Now, in other news, in that bolterweight division, Wonderboy is calling out Robbie Lawler. Now, he's saying, hey, this is the fight that the fans want to see. Let's go ahead and give it to him. And I really would not mind seeing that fight. I don't think, um, you know, Lawler is booked with anybody. I know Wonderboy coming off that Darren Till fight hasn't really been um, announced with anybody yet. So I wouldn't mind seeing that one at all. And um, no response yet from Robbie Lawler. Uh, of course, we all know he's not scared, so we'll see if they if they uh, match that up pretty soon. And kind of some other news. Now, this is pretty interesting. Now, I did kind of mention that Bellator was having a big weekend this weekend with that uh, 206 card. It's actually the start of their Bellator Welterweight Grand Prix. And they got a bunch of interesting fighters. The whole Grand Prix of uh, their current champion, Rory McDonald, is actually going to be competing in the tournament and defending his belt each time so that's pretty crazy now with that going on uh 50 cent rapper 50 cent said that he's going to pay one million dollars to the winner of the bellator welterweight grand Prix. now it seems like this is pretty official uh, i saw it on a couple different websites i don't know if it's just you know he's looking for attention cloud chasing or whatever but if that's true, that's, that's a nice little added incentive on, on that already pretty stacked up, pretty hard uh, welterweight Grand Prix. So, I'm sure all those guys would definitely appreciate extra million. I mean, who wouldn't, right? But, that's definitely, um, I know that they had some sort of promotion or collaboration between 50 Cent and Bellator. So, I wonder if this is kind of just piggybacking off of that. Um, and then, in some other news, I did report on the last episode that Michael Chiesa, it looks like him and Carlos Conner reportedly... Going to be a matchup. Now, it looks like that one was made official. And that's going to be at UFC 232 uh, December 28th. Um, and his, his move up, Michael Kess' move up to to 170 and taking on Carlos Condit. Uh, interesting, very interesting matchup. And that's going to be a little bit later on December 20, uh, 29th. And, uh, sorry, December 28th. And that's the one that's supposedly going to be headlined by uh, Gus and Jones Rematch, as well as uh, telling you guys a little bit earlier. Alright, now kind of just to go ahead and move along to the big show I was telling you this weekend, um, that Bellator 206, let me go ahead and just go ahead and um, make my predictions and let you guys know who I think is going to take it. Now, we might as well go ahead and start with the main... Main uh, fight here, which I think could potentially be fight of the year. I think a lot of people are sleeping on it. And a lot of people aren't really kind of talking about it. But this could potentially be fight of the year. And I'll tell you about Rory McDonald taking on Gegard and Now, Rory McDonald is the current welterweight champion. He's going up to take on Gegard, their current middleweight champion. And it was a fight that I know ever since Rory and Gegard both went from UFC over to Bellator. They had been talking about it for a while. I know Rory has been calling it out, and they finally making it. Um, You know, I guess it's just the best time for him. Now, who do I think is going to win? Now, first off, I think I do see this fight going all five rounds. I do think it is going to be pretty back and forth, very competitive the whole time. Um, Of course, Gay Card does have a pretty significant size advantage over Rory McDonald. Um, Rory, I don't think is a huge huge welterweight, but I do think Gegard is a pretty big middleweight, and that, I mean, he also fought as as heavy as light heavyweight before. So the size is going to play a factor into it. Um, I wonder if Gegard will go with the grapple-heavy approach, Um, but I think he'll probably use his striking more. I don't see Rory being opposed to going for the takedown and using his wrestling, Um, especially having Frost, a hobby in his corner. I know if they're going to have a solid game plan. Um... (coughs) Now, with that being said, Gagar Mousasi is, I, I actually just looked into, he's on a seven-fight win streak right now, um, stemming from wins back in UFC and then back over in and, of course, coming over to Bellator. And, um, you know, th- I think this is definitely a tough task for Roy McDonald. I don't think it's impossible. Um, he could win by decision, and I'm actually going to take Rory McDonald by decision. Um, He's not the favorite. I know that Gegard probably is the safer pick or smarter pick here, but for some reason, I think Rory is going to put all the tools together, and it's going to be a very competitive, uh, very back and forth, and it will go to the cards, and I think that he'll actually end up taking the decision. Um, But again, it's going to be a very, very tough task, almost uphill battle. But either way, it'll be interesting. That's just who I think will edge it out. I think Rory will, will somehow take it um, by decision with mixing it up a little bit better. Um, but at the same time, Gagar Vasasi, he's used to fighting bigger guys, taking out a bunch of top 10 middleweights over in the UFC. Um, it's going to be a great fight either way. But I, yes, my official pick, I'm going with Rory. Uh, could be wrong on that one, not sure, but we'll go ahead and, and see. Um, now, as far as, as that goes, the rest of the card is looking good. We'll go ahead and just kind of just go down. The next one is going to be at heavyweight. Not not light heavyweight. At heavyweight, we got Quentin Rampage Jackson taking on Vangelis Silva for the fourth time. They're, do, they're they Three was not enough. A trilogy was not enough for these guys. These guys wanted to run it back one more time. Of course, with uh, Rampage taking, I believe, two. Yeah, he has taken two of the three. And um, they just wanted to run this one back. No, actually, no, no, no. Vandalay has taken two of the three. With the last time they met up, Rampage actually knocked out Vandalay. So this is going to be an interesting one. Now, just to kind of get break this one a little bit, Rampage was definitely a lot more active of the two. He's been competing in the Bellator, uh, I would say, pretty regularly, and kind of been up and down. Now he is on a two-fight skid at heavyweight. He lost to uh, Muhammad King Mo the Wall, and also lost to Chael Sonnen. Last fight when when he lost to Chael was back in January of 2018, and that was by decision. Uh, Chael was able to wrestle him. Don't see that coming into play at all in this fight against Vanderlei. I think it's really just a matter of whoever lands first. And I'm going to go ahead and go with Rampage on this one now. kind of just to break it down. Vanderlei had a bunch of issues with um, USADA and drug testing and things like that. He hasn't fought for a while. He was actually facing before a lifetime ban. Came back. um, His last fight was against (laughs) surprisingly Chael Sonnen. Uh, back in June of 2017. So he's already been out for over a year and a half or close to a year and a half. And before that, his fight was in 2013. March 3rd, 2013 against Brian Stan. Remember that one? So he hasn't been active at all. Um, I don't know what the intentions behind this one might be. But with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and take Rampage on this one. And I think it's going to be by first round knockout. So we're taking Rampage by first round knockout. Now, Douglas Lima and Andre Korshkov. Now, this is the start of the Welterweight Grand Prix. Both guys really, really talented. Both have been in Beltor uh, Welterweight for a while. I believe Korshkov was a former champion, if I'm not wrong. Yes, he was a former champion for Welterweight Champion. And Douglas Lima, also a former Welterweight Champion as well. Um, This one is very hard to predict. I think this one is probably going to be another back and forth... Very competitive, um, back and forth fight, and I guess if I had to take a pick, I'm going to go ahead and go with Douglas Lima on this one. He just lost his belt to Warren McDonald uh, his last fight, so I know that he's going to be coming in here hungry. I'm sure both guys are, and being that it's the opening round the Grand Prix, I kind of see guys looking to maybe fight a little more, uh, not reserved, but a little, maybe a little more technical and not necessarily going for a slugfest. Uh, with more fights coming up very shortly. But um, before that, before he lost his belt to Warren McDonald, he did defend it. Uh, he won it against Koroskov. So it's actually the third, I believe, the third time that they're fighting. So he actually won it against Korshkoff and then defended against uh, Lorenz Larkin before losing it to Warren McDonald. So these guys are familiar with each other. Um, it is a rematch. He took his belt and. Um, you know, well, actually, he lost his belt to Karshkov and then beat Karshkov uh, for the belt again. So it's actually the third time they're fighting. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Lima in this one, but a very exciting back and forth fight again. And kind of just to round out the card, uh, give you a couple quick picks. We have Aaron Pico, um, prodigy, uh, trainee who of course trains with uh, Michael Chandler, taking on Leandro Higo. And I'm probably going to go with Aaron Pico on this one. Probably by stoppage, maybe second round TKO. Um, Rounding out the card, we also got Carrier Melendez taking on Dakota Zimmerman. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Carrie Melendez on that one. And then finally on the main card, we got Gaston Bolanos taking on Eustero Gutierrez. I'm not too familiar with these guys, but I have seen Gaston Bolanos fight before. He had that really nasty elbow knockout that they even, I guess, highlighted on ESPN before. Um, So probably going to go with him on this one. Um, I'm going to say Knockout. And um, that actually wraps up the card. Looking like a great card, guys. Be on the lookout for this one this weekend. And um, as always, really appreciate anybody who listens and who takes the time to uh, check out the show. More episodes coming sooner. Uh, As always, I'm your host, Scott, and thanks for checking out the Phoenix Beatdown. Take care. (laughs) We'll be right back. <laughs> back.